Hashtag Oscar Buzz. On this episode, we are reviewing the critically acclaimed Green Book, based on a true story starring Viggo Mortensen and Mahershala Ali about a working-class Italian-American bouncer, Viggo Mortensen, who becomes the driver for an African-American classical pianist on a consort tour through the deep American South in 1962. I'm Philip. I'm Becca. And I'm Jeff. And you're listening to PB&J at the Movies. Alright, so tonight we're talking about Green Book. What are everyone's first thoughts? I know I say this about every single movie that we've done, (laughs) probably except for Halloween, but I loved this movie. It is, of the movies that we've seen so far, it's like my top one or two right now. Um, before these movies started coming out, uh, I hadn't really paid attention to the trailer or anything, and I was like, eh, how good can it be? But after seeing it, it, it was amazing. Um, the, the acting is fantastic, um, Viggo Mortensen and Mahershala Ali, and, um, the story is definitely one that needed to be told, so yes, I loved it. Jeff? I also loved it. Um, it's probably in my top three so far of the year that I've seen. Um, as you said, the acting was really good. I think the writing is really good. Cinematography, I really enjoyed. And the story is really interesting. Yeah, I really love this film. I think I find, um, well, and I'm a few movies behind. I'm back from my sabbatical, so y'all have seen a few more. But um, I think this is my favorite so far of what I've seen. And I feel like the more I talk about this movie, the more I think about it, like the more I, I'm like, oh, I really did like this. Um, and I always, I always judge a movie by how I feel when I leave. And like at the end, I was literally like, just like beamy i was like almost like giddy it just movies don't always get wrapped up um so nicely at the end and i love that about this i just felt like the ending was perfect um and it was just um had some very like relevant issues and some difficult topics but was overall just like a feel-good movie i thought um so I, i really loved it um philip you were talking about earlier um well i guess yeah, you were talking earlier about Mahershala Ali's character, uh, Dr. Shirley. Shirley. Um, his brother in real life did not like this movie. Yes, yeah. So the movie is, is based on um, real people and a, a real story. Um, after we dug a little deeper, it seems like there's a little bit of conflict on um, what exactly happened. And a side note, the the movie is written by um, our two main characters are Tony um, Tony Vallalonga, who is the the driver, the chauffeur. Tony Lip. Tony Lip. Tony yeah, Lip. that's his that's his nickname. Tony Lip is the driver for Don Shirley, who is the pianist. So um, this this movie is actually written by Tony Lip's real life son. So you would understand that there's probably going to be a little bias towards right. that. Um, but yeah, Don Shirley has passed, Tony Lip, they have both passed in real life, they're no longer living, um, but Don Shirley's brother is, and he, um, I read an article where he was just kind of putting the movie on blast, saying this was not an accurate portrayal at all of his brother, or the relationship he had with Tony, um, 
which at the end of the movie, you know, we as, as it is custom with anything based on a true story, you get the 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 slides, the the real life photos of everyone. And Becky, I think it was you that pointed out there were no photos of them together, mm-hmm. and so that's what kind of spurred this discussion and digging into that, which maybe makes sense because the brother said that they were not friends, that it was a strictly just kind of a professional relationship and that mm-hmm. he was his driver. So right. I think, though, until the end of the movie, I mean, you get an underlying current of them being friends, but it's mostly a professional relationship that True. they have the majority of the movie until the very end. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think that's actually probably portrayed accurately in that respect because... Right. You don't get a great sense not of them gonna being be... besties. Right, right. Um, so I guess before I jumped to that, we should talk about a little bit more about what happens in the movie. Um, the title of the movie, Green Book, uh, was an actual, uh, publication that was out in, I'm guessing the fifties and when this movie takes place, early sixties. Um, and it was a guide for people of color, Mm -hmm. um, to find places to stay while traveling that were friendly and accommodating to people of color in the rural South. Um, And so Viggo Mortensen's character, Tony Lip, is Marshall Ali's driver, and he has to take this book with him on this uh, tour so that they can find friendly places for... Uh, Dr. Shirley to stay. So that mm-hmm. is the meaning behind the title of the film. Yes. Yeah. Which I was unfamiliar with the yes. term before the movie. But but yeah, so you see in certain instances they kind of do this this concert tour, this road trip through um, really the eastern half of the United States. They start in New York, go all the way down. Um, and in some instances Tony is like stays at a different hotel than Don Shirley. Um, and so you just see kind of how that, those dynamics, um, play out. Um, and one of the, um, critiques that Don Shirley's brother had of this was, I think that it didn't even portray the true horrors of these Jim Crow laws and what really that was like. Um, I feel like you do get maybe glimpses of some certain things, but I think they, scenes of violence yeah, towards just, Dr. Shirley's character. Yes, just as he he was going around, um, a lot of the scenes they showed, they would be at like these huge mansions or like plantation homes, just like basically in someone's living room playing the piano. Um, and then the people, the owners of the house, wouldn't even let him use their restroom. They were wanting him to go to this, basically an outhouse out back in the yard. Which is so, obviously insulting for anybody but especially dr shirley who has his doctorate who is this probably more educated than anyone in the room yes i mean so especially insulting for him as he should have been fluent in i think eight different languages i mean just very well learned that well educated and yeah so just kind of crazy which showed that there's all these people at these parties who act like they respect him, and then you know he can't even use their restroom. So or eat in the same place. Or as eat them. in the same yeah. restaurant. That was another 
Right. And that the scene where he was, they um, did not let him use the restroom, and they he actually had Tony drive him. Back, I think it was like thirty minutes back to his hotel in town, so he could use the restroom like during the intermission of his concert. And I felt like that was the first time we kind of saw the gears clicking for Tony. That was like, uh, like kind of the injustice of the whole right. of that. Right. Um, at first, you just felt like he was just, you know, this was a job, out to make a buck, do whatever. Didn't really have any sympathy towards that. And I feel like at that point, you kind of saw a shift in his attitude. And for the first part of the movie, you're kind of wondering, why did Dr. Shirley decide to do, at this time, and you know, in the history of America, why did Dr. Shirley want to do a concert tour in the Deep South. He would have had much more welcoming reception if he had just stayed up north. And then you learn that he's doing it for a reason. Um, and so... Yeah, I love that. I think it was one of the trio members. It, it's He travels along with two other guys. Um, and it was one of the trio members, I think, that said, um, Gen- it's like genius alone is not enough but that it takes courage to change people's hearts and that that was what he had set out to do and was the whole purpose of this tour um, kind of through the deep south. Right, right. And you see during the movie, you see the struggle that Dr. Shirley is going through where near the end he kind of finally releases everything to to Tony and says, you know, I'm not white enough, I'm not black enough, what am I? You know, Mm -hmm. and I thought that was a really powerful scene because he's not really sure where he fits in in the world. Yeah, I thought there was kind of a powerful moment where there was, um, he had left his hotel, um, Don Shirley had, and went to a bar, a local bar, and had gotten into a brawl there kind of. Um, and Tony was just like, why are you, you know, and he's like, he's, I think he said, does geography, geography doesn't matter. He was like, if I was in a bar in your neighborhood in New York, you know, the conversation wouldn't be any different. And I thought that was kind of a a thought provoking statement. Right. Philip, you talked about how Tony Lip's character during this time in real life was 32 years old. Yeah, 32. Um, and I'm so glad Viggo Mortensen did this. He it, like oh. I feel like this movie is a masterclass in acting yes. between Mahershala Ali and Viggo Mortensen. Yes. Phenomenal performances. Both will be nominated for um, Viggo Mortensen for Best Actor and Mahershala for Supporting Actor. I think they will both contend to win. I don't know if they will, but I think they will both contend to win. Um, and you watch yeah. Viggo's character and it's like, this is the same guy from Lord of the Rings? Yeah. Yes. This is the same guy I, from Captain Fantastic? Fantastic? Which I loved, and that's his first Oscar nomination. It's amazing. It's a, it's a totally different person. I think I he loved. gained 50 pounds, 40 or 50 pounds. He pulled a Christian Bale, yes. Yeah. Now, but I will say, I just think it's interesting, because the character is supposed to be 32 in this film. Yeah. At this time period, and Vigo's close to 60. I think Vigo is 60. Yeah. I don't think Vigo looks 60, but no, he definitely he can't pass as yeah. a 32-year-old. 32 32 32 year right. 
Um, but I was thinking about it. I'm like, I don't know who else I would want to play this character. Yeah. I think he was perfect for this. So I do like that. Um, Still a tough guy, but you totally love him. And I sure. just During felt like we weren't watching Vigo. Like I didn't mm-hmm. even think about no. him the whole movie. No. It was like, oh, this is this character. Tony. Who just eats. There's a Loves lot of eating. to eat. Just kind of a lovable block kid. Just a, kind yeah. of a slob. The like, other thing that I don't know if we've addressed, and I don't know if this is a spoiler, but if it is, we're going to talk about spoilers here, so <laughs> get ready. Huh. Um, the handling, not because this movie handles a ton of race issues. Mm-hmm. And then also, all of a sudden, thrown in there, it handles homosexuality issues in the South as well. When um, Dr. Shirley's character is arrested for having a hookup at the a YMCA. YMCA. So, um, I like the fact that they weren't scared to like talk about these things, and that's real life, and that's what happened. Yeah. And that's what happened in the South during that time period. Um, yeah. And I, I thought that part, um, you, there, he alluded earlier to, or Tony asked him, you know, with, was he married or whatever? Mm-hmm. And he mentions he was married and he was divorced and that his wife just didn't agree with the, the demands of his career and stuff like that. And so you just kind of mm-hmm. take that and then you kind of later see this side. But I loved how after all of that went down, Tony is like literally um, going and talking to the police, like paying off the police to just like get get him out of there. Um, and you can tell that Don is just like embarrassed. Or she, you know, just here he is in the middle of the night. And then... This to- doctor. Yeah, yeah, just this prominent figure. And um, Tony is just like, doesn't even say a word. You know, it was mm-hmm. like, this is not even like... it. I feel like at that moment, where whether this was true in real life or not, like you felt kind of their friendship strengthened in that. It was just like, you know what? I'm here to do my job and to protect you, and like this doesn't change anything. And well, so and I he thought, said something about like the clubs that he worked in in New York, yeah. and like he's like, I've seen all kinds of things. Yeah, there. I was like, say, if you if you <laughs> if you've been a bouncer at clubs in New York, you, you've seen it all. Yeah. And you do see that, you do see that uh, in one of the opening scenes, he he's at, works at the Copacabana mm-hmm. in New York City, and you get the idea that it's a rough, sometimes rough place, and you probably see a lot there. One thing that I thought was really funny in the movie was the first time where he goes for his gun at the bar scene that you were talking yeah. about, and Dr. is like, you have a gun? He's like, no, I was faking it. And then later on, in another bar scene, he takes the gun out and shoots yeah. it. And, like, the shock on Dr. Shirley's face, like, oh, you really did have a gun this whole time. Yes. I thought that was kind of actually really funny. Yes. I loved, and it's really self-gratifying at the end, on the last performance where they wouldn't let him meet in the restaurant, where he decides, well, then I'm not playing at the concert. Because I wanted him to do that the whole... I know. The whole tour, which he couldn't do because it wouldn't have accomplished his goal of what he was trying to do. They wouldn't have gotten paid, so that's why he couldn't do it. So I guess that's why he did it on the last. The last one, it was like, screw this. Like, yes. he, I love because he, he looked at Tony. He's like, if you tell me to do it, I'll do it. And Tony was like, let's get out of here. Yeah. Yes. And I was just like, why like stand up Yay. and like cheer? Yeah. I just, he I love that because the people at that place were just so, t- they were awful. They were yes. just garbage people. But 
And I will say the ending, like, while a little bit, it's not the ending, but when he goes to the bar and, like, plays at the bar, that's the bar, the um, black That was in the book, yeah, it was one of the places. Yes, and he goes and plays there for, like, his last concert, really, instead of the other one. That's kind of, like, expected and blah, 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 whatever. And I loved it, Mm -hmm. (laughs) still. I did, too. I did too. That was one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Even though I knew exactly what was going to happen, where yeah. we were going with it, I still loved it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and talking about the ending, um, I loved talking about this is just, she had a big part in the end, was um, Linda Cardellini, yes. who plays Tony Lip's wife. She kind of had a supporting role, but I really thought um, she did great. I loved her in this. She, so. she did do really well. Something we haven't talked about either is the letters, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. With Dr. Shirley helping him write. So, Tony Lip's character is trying to write letters to his wife because it costs a lot to call long distance. So, she said, while you're gone, we have to write letters. And he struggles with it. He's not the most educated person. He struggles with doing that. And then it ends up that Dr. Shirley helps him do that. And I think that's also really important for the friendship that they show. Yeah. In the movie and the aspect of building that. And I really enjoyed that. It was some, there was some humor in it, mm-hmm. which the movie This movie was needed. really funny. Yeah. Yeah. There were parts of it that were really funny, which is interesting. I laughed out loud a lot. That you can do that in a movie that's dealing with all these deep right. issues. Right. That's why I, I think I love just amidst all these heavy issues, it really is like, you can say lighthearted and just kind of was it I don't know if fun is the right word but it was just a really enjoyable movie and so and I think it's being campaigned as a comedy for yeah. the Golden Globes which I think means that Viggo Mortensen's gonna win a Golden Globe because I don't know who else in comedy musical is gonna do that because Stars Born is being campaigned as drama I just thought it was I just loved it it was a great movie a great movie about friendship you know here are these two people that really couldn't be any more different Um, But circumstances kind of bring them together, and I think it's just a good, empowering message about love. You know, we just was made better by kind people that just treat each other as human beings. Right. So speaking of Oscars, Jeff, tell us what the what the predictions are. So I think for this film, the things we can look for are Best Picture nomination. I definitely think um, Viggo Mortensen and Mahershala Ali will both be nominated. I think we can look at possibly an adapted screenplay nomination, possibly production design or costumes because they like usually period pieces, although those usually are period pieces that are more female driven. Mm-hmm. For costume, usually male driven movies are kind of ignored in that aspect. But I guess yeah. the biggest buzz with this is so, National Board. Yeah, National Board of Review is the first major awards. Um, of the season, like the first major awards that are announced of the season. So Green Book definitely won their best picture of the year, and Viggo Mortensen won best actor for it. So I think that gives it huge buzz. That's a lot of pull going into the awards season, which has now officially kicked off. Um, today we had also New York Film Festival um, was a big one. New York Film oh, Critics Awards, I'm sorry. And then next week, I believe on Monday or Tuesday, is LA Film Critics Awards. Those are kind of like the big three at the beginning of this season. And then they also do a top ten film list, which had some interesting things in it. 
Um, some smaller stuff like First Reformed was recognized there. A Quiet Place, which was a little bit surprising, I think, for people. Mm-hmm. And Eighth Grade, some smaller things. So it could be an interesting season, which actually makes things more interesting and exciting, I think, when we don't have a huge consensus on things. Right. Yeah. And a couple of surprises that I was excited to see, Mary Poppins. Mm. Returns was on their top 10 list, which Mm -hmm. was exciting. And then, like I said, A Quiet Place. Mm. So, two things that I think are kind of exciting to see that are on there. All right. Well, we'll stay tuned. Lots to look forward to. All right. Well, that's a wrap on Green Book. We all loved it, I think. So, if you haven't had a chance to see it, we encourage you to get out and see it. It's a great movie. Um, we'd love to hear from you if you have any feedback um, on this episode or future episodes. You can give us, um, drop us a line at pbnj at the movies at gmail.com. That's all spelled out pbnj at the movies at gmail.com. We'll see you next time on PBJ at the movies.